This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. Voters in Queens and Long Island, New York, are voting today in a special election to replace George Santos, the Republican expelled from Congress in December amid a slew of scandals. NPR's Brian Mann reports the race to replace Santos is closer than expected. Democrats saw New York's third congressional district seat as a likely win after scandal and criminal indictments toppled Santos, who'd been elected with the help of GOP leaders. Instead, Democrat Tom Suozzi is locked in a down-to-the-wire race with Republican Mozzie Pillip. Pillip is Jewish, and Israel's war in Gaza has emerged as a major flashpoint in the campaign. Suozzi, a moderate Democrat who's been a fixture in Long Island politics, has also struggled with voter anger at Democrats over New York City's refugee crisis. One complication for voters could be weather. Forecasters say the New York City area will see heavy snow at times during the day, which could affect turnout. If Democrats pull off a win, it would further narrow the GOP's razor-thin majority in the House. Brian Mann, NPR News, New York. Egypt is hosting a renewed effort to work out a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas in a war that's now more than four months old. Here's NPR's Greg Myrie. The talks are expected to focus on a truce that could last for six weeks, as well as another exchange of Israeli hostages and Palestinian prisoners. The discussions in Cairo will also include Israel, as well as the U.S. and Qatar. Any plan worked out in Cairo will have to be sent to Hamas leaders for their review. While these negotiations are taking place, Israel says it's planning a possible ground offensive in Rafah, a Gaza town overwhelmed with more than a million displaced Palestinians. Greg Myrie, NPR News, Tel Aviv. In Yemen, Houthi rebel attacks on ships in the Red Sea are affecting Britain's supply of its national drink, tea. NPR's Lauren Frey reports from London. Since the days of empire, Britain has sourced its national drink mostly from India, other Asian countries, and East Africa. With Houthi attacks on ships in the Red Sea, though, some suppliers are rerouting their vessels. Instead of going through the Suez Canal, they're going all the way around the Cape of Good Hope at the foot of Africa, adding 10 to 14 days sailing time. The British Retail Consortium says it expects this to be only a temporary disruption to some black tea supplies. Lauren Freyer, NPR News, London. U.S. consumers are still battling high prices. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports prices in January came in hotter than expected, but lower than last month, rising 3.1 percent over the year before. Food and housing costs more, though, between January of 2023 and this past January, the index for shelter rose 6 percent. But gas prices fell during that period. And last month, the energy index fell. Overall, inflation is cooling. That's likely to lead to the Federal Reserve beginning cuts to interest rates sometime this year. The Dow is down 450 points, or 1.1 percent. It's NPR. The White House says it's deeply concerned about reports of Venezuela's detaining prominent human rights attorney and activist Rocio San Miguel and members of her family. San Miguel is an outspoken critic of President Nicolas Maduro's government. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby commented a short time ago during a briefing from the White House that the U.S. government was closely monitoring the case. Over the weekend, the Venezuelan government announced it arrested San Miguel on charges linked to an alleged plot to kill President Maduro. People in Indonesia are heading to the polls today to choose a new president. 
NPR's Julia Simon tells us the election in the world's third largest democracy has potentially big stakes for the global climate. Indonesia is the world's biggest nickel producer, a key mineral for making steel, and more and more solar panels and electric vehicle batteries. The problem is Indonesia is powering much of its growing nickel processing industry with new coal plants. Candidate Prabowo Subianto owns a coal and energy business and wants to increase the coal-powered nickel industry. It isn't just coal. Prabowo is campaigning to build more farms for food security, a process that has driven deforestation. He's also pushing bioenergy, using plants to make fuels. But growing lots of crops like palm oil for bioenergy can also drive more deforestation. Julia Simon, NPR News. On Wall Street, major market indices are down 1% to 1.4%. This is NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR.